Welcome to the His Plan for You podcast. Join Pastor Gio in a series of powerful messages that will encourage, uplift, and inspire. Discover God's perfect plan for your life today. First John 5:5. Primera de Juan 5:5. Cinco, cinco. Everything comes to a, to a completion. Every man has to be born. Every man has to go to heaven and face God. There's an end. There's a beginning. There's nothing more boring than people don't know where they're going. First John 5:5. 5, 5. Who is who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Number six, this is he who came by water and blood. My wife was teaching me this last week. It was beautiful. Jesus Christ, not only by water, not only by water, but by water and blood. This is still talking about Revelation 12. How are you going to? Defeat the devil who's trying to confuse you, who's trying to get into your finances and destroy you, to put you five years back, to make somebody that you need in your life get you upset with that person and cut you off from a bigger blessing that is coming down the road. How do you stop that? Through the blood of the Lamb and the word of His testimony. The word and the Spirit. Amen? So here he's talking about the same thing. He's talking about the water, which is what? Spirit. Wash me with your water. Let's talk about the Spirit of God. Uh, 1 John 5, what? 5, 5, 6. This is He who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. I tell you all the time. These three are what? One. They're not in one accord. They don't agree. What does it say there? They are one. The Spirit and the Word. La Palabra y el Espíritu están de acuerdo. No, 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 it's because you, you're still in this natural world. Yeah, of course, están de acuerdo. You know? But what is the reason que están de acuerdo? Porque son tres personas, let's, let's agree, let's agree. No, no, no son tres personas. Una persona, on this side of the veil, on this side of the mantle, on this side of reality, on this world, we look at it, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. On that side, it's very clear to them. We are one. So he doesn't go to the, to, the, to the morning to shave. Good morning, Pastor Gio. If Pastor Gio answers Pastor Gio, that's not a good thing. It's called bipolarism. It's called multiple personality. It's some kind of something going on. God is neither bipolar or multi-personality. No, he is one. The Word and the Spirit are one. One. Got it? All right. So when you come and tell me some story, oh, God told me I have to leave my wife. No. No, he did not. That's just the nail the devil is putting on the door because he's coming after destroying you, killing you, and whatever. 
Oh, that told me to be disobedient to my parents. Are you 12 years old? Are you 15 years old? I talk to my son different now that he's 16 than when, I, than when he was 12. I expect different things from him. At some point, there might be, you know, parents that don't know God. And you're going to have to put your foot down. Just because somebody goes to church, that doesn't mean they know God. You know that, right? You're clear on that. Just because somebody, the devil goes to church too. No worries. So you need to know you have to pray for that person. Pray for the balance. Pray for the life of God in these people. But it's not, it's never going to be, oh, God's telling you to do something contrary to the word of God. Never. Never. Amen? We're good, right? Love your husband. Or love your husband when he's good. Or love your husband when he's, when he's you know, not talking about whatever. And when he, whenever he doesn't rob you off. No. Love your husband, period. Love your wife when she's nice. When she's all with her marbles together. No, that's when you really need to love her. Something going on you don't know. And, but you, Bible says so, period. Whatever they do. Unfortunately, that's up to them. It moves me, me personally, sometimes. But then I have to go back to Acts 20, 24. None of these things move me. You have a very bad pain in your body. None of these things can move me. You have something going on. None of these things move me. Seven, for there are Three, they bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Eight. And there are three, the bear witness on earth. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. Who's being replaced here? The Spirit, the water, and the blood. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit. And these three agree as one. So, every time you hear the water of God, every time you hear the blood, it's talking about the Father, the water, and the Holy Spirit, always. This is how you... Blood covenant, I already told you last week. When God made covenant with man, when Jesus talked about the covenant and the night of... Why do we drink a little blood and a little cracker and we do communion, kononia? You know, become one with the Lord. We talk about the tribe. The, 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 the son tribe and the robbers uh, tribe. And these were warriors and these were farmers. And they make a pact. And they become one tribe only. And they cut themselves and they put blood on that wine. That's how the pact was done. I studied it extensively. That's how it was done in tribes all over the world. And they don't know why. And then they drink from that wine with the blood from the other guy. And that has been ancient. So at the times of Jesus, they knew about this. They knew how caught a covenant. So on the night Jesus was going to be betrayed, he told them, this is the cup of my covenant. Drink my blood. I never understood that. That was like ancient Greek in drugs for me. I was like, what the heck is that? And we just accept it and okay, but it never made sense to me until I study ancient culture a little bit. I've been getting into that real good whenever I have a chance. 
And that's what it was. The world get really heavy into it. And a lot of things became very pagan after that. But there was a time every tribe in the world, they, they would cut covenant that way. You choose one guy from this tribe, we choose one guy from this tribe. Man, and they will, they will tell you, look, if you break that covenant, they tell you all these curses that are going to happen to you if you break that covenant. There's somebody else from the other tribe comes here, and he tells you all these curses if you break this covenant. Parents and children will come and tell people, he broke the covenant and get him stoned. I mean, like, it was death penalty to break the covenant. It was a death penalty to break the covenant. So we have a covenant with God. He told Jesus, said, this is the blood of my covenant. And then they told him even further, this is my blood. Just in case they didn't get it. But he, he didn't mutilate it himself. He didn't put physical blood in there. He just said that so they understood. There's only one way out of this. Death. Period. You don't get out of this one. So whenever I pass that cup, think about it if you're going to drink. And then the one trader puts the cup on the little bowl with the oil. And Jesus tells him, what are you going to do? Go do it now. Who's going to betray you? The one that passes the cup with me. He didn't get it. He was so close to God. He was so close. He was so close to loving that husband. He was so close to obeying that parent. He was so close to doing that thing that God told him to do. And he never got it. He was so close to tithe. Here, when I'm supposed to be tithing, but do you rather be poor? It was so close. It was a mental ascended word, mental ascension. That means you grab this word, you put it in your brain. But every time it goes into your spirit, mm -mm -mm, your brain fights you. Mm -mm, he doesn't deserve me forgiving him. Mm -mm. Oh, no. Five times a day? Oh, forget about 700 times a day. Uh-uh. You're mental ascending the word. You know a lot of Bible. You know one of us. Simple as that. How do you know that you're my disciple? For the love that you have for one another. You talk like they talk. It wasn't a language. It was the way he was talking. Then he cursed out this woman. He told her everything going to die from and he walked away from ministry Jesus later come and restore him do you love me Gio I love you <laughs> go, go and take care of my sheep <laughs> anything but that Lord I don't love you that much do you love me I love you Lord. take care of my lamb So we have to take care of the little children. We have to take care of the little people of God. Those of you that are being so spiritual. Can you even wipe your own nose? Can you even love the way God loves? We got half, three quarters of the Bible memorized. For what? For what? For what good? For what reason? You're responsible for every single iota. It's called the Aleph. Every dot, every little line on that Bible, we are responsible for that. 100% responsible for that. Totally responsible for every word, every word that comes out of your mouth. 
You know, and, 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 and I, I saw you walk in today and I stand into your, next to your mom and I see my daughter next, next to your mom, my mom and I'm like, I'm like, we need some children in the church, man. All these people grow up. I'm getting old. I'm like, they got big. We need to start talking about some relevant things here. We need some little kids. None of you are going to start, you know, we get children from other families. That's not what I'm saying. So, the good Lord, everybody says, hi, Juancito. Hi, Juancito. <laughs> he was working. Don't bother him. He was working hard. And uh, the word of God, the blood of the Lord and the water. The blood of lamb and the word of his testification. So now we know the water, the water is the word. The water is the one that washes me. The water is the word of God. So every time you find the water and the blood, it's talking about the word and the blood. They spear him and water and blood came out of his side. Because he was full of that life. They went and boom. Technically what happened was he drowned of his own blood. So the coagulation of the red cells separated the serum. Inside his lungs. So when they pierced his lungs, that's what came out. Water. And blood. He kept trying to breathe. As his lungs are filling with blood. And then he gave out his spirit. He said, I'm giving it out. He didn't die. Right? Kenneth E. Hagen fell down on the floor. His heart stopped. When your heart stopped, your lungs stop. That's why when they've been in CPR, they go boom, 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 boom. And they inflate the balloons. So you get some kind of circulation of air and uh, blood in your brain. So Brian Kenneth E. Hagen falls on the floor. But there was so much life in this man of God. He kept alive, talking. He just didn't have a pulse. He did not have a pulse. His heart stopped. He's on the floor. Because he had talked to God about some things. And his wife was tired of having him on the, on the road. This guy will go home once every few months. Say hi to the family. Leave in the morning. Get in that car. They weren't planes. They were not, you know. Ways to, to get on the phone and, and see your dad. Once. No, this guy was gone, working for the Lord. And she complained. She said, Lord, I didn't sign up for this. But he did. And then she repented. Lord, I'm sorry. Do whatever you want with him. I am sorry I complained about our financial situation. I'm sorry I complained about this and that and the other. There's people that affects your calling. There's people close to you that affects who you are. He, he died because she was complaining. It's just there was so much life of God in him. They couldn't die, die. It's just hard to stop. Then he repented and got healed. Boom. So dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Tell me, tell me who you hang with. I'll tell you who you are. I go to Colombia. They pick me up at the airport. I mean, these are men of God. 
People that you're not worth, I mean, like seriously, when they tell you in the Bible says, this man is not, not even worth of shining his shoes. Amazing people. And they leave me at the airport. They need to see me getting into that plane. We took care of the gift of God. That's how they treat me there. Who do you think you are? I don't think I am. I know who I am. I'm the guy that cleans the bathroom. Am I not? I'm the guy that has to. Alexander is helping me now. Why? You better stay humble. You better stay humble. So, every time we go into this, it's very simple. It's talking about the word and the blood is one. How are you going to get into this deal where you're going to kick the devil? The blood of the lamb. The cup. You drink that covenant. The blood representing the blood that the Lord shed on that cross. For what? For my sins. To make me the righteousness of God. There is nothing I can do to become the righteousness of God. He made me the righteousness of God. That's a free gift. There's nothing I can do. I'm righteous. I'm righteous. I don't care what you do. I don't care what I do. He made me righteous. So out of, that, out of that righteousness, you grab the word of God. And when you meditate, it's not from your big, beautiful, fat brain. You meditate from the word of God. And you find the scriptures. And you look for the scriptures. And you find scriptures that, 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 that talk about what, what you're going through. And, and circumstances and whatever. And you meditate on them. And you meditate on them. That drove me crazy for 20 years. I remember being here in Miami, 21 years old, asking three, four different pastors, what is this whole renewing the mind thing? Oh, you read the Bible and you memorize Bible. And you need to. And for me, it was hard because I, had, I just came out of being a full-time alcoholic. So, I, man, I couldn't remember my name. God restored me. That took years sometimes. So I was like, man, so I cannot renew my mind. And then years later, Brother Kenneth E. Hagin made it quite clear. You don't remember with your brain and you remember with your spirit. And he shows the scripture where Lazarus is having this conversation with Jesus, actually. He tells him, I remember, my friends, Lazarus has been well dead and buried a long time ago. That little brain of his got eaten by worms a long time ago. So he's not remembering with his big fat brain. That was warm food long time ago. So what are you remembering with? With your spirit. And that changed my life. I was like, man. And I started developing my spirit. Bam, 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 bam. And I remember things. And I sit down in a test and I tear apart. Bam, 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 bam. I'm a spirit. Pa, 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 pa. I'm a wealth of information. Why? I know all things. I can do all things. I'm spirit. So you're having problems with something? You go read it. You go, if you can't read it because your, your, your head starts hurting or because one of your eyes doesn't work like the other one, like I do, then you listen to the Word of God. You record the book and then you listen to it until you memorize it. You find a way. Oh, my, my it hurts so I cannot. No, 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 no. I'm talking to the wrong people. You will have to find a way. And I want it done by three. Is it? You figure it out. You big tough guy. God called you for a reason. He didn't make a mistake. He called you for a reason. Amen. I'm preaching really good or you're really quiet today. 
At least, throw me an amen, somebody. <laughs> Number eight. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. Number seven, there are one, but in this side of eternity, they agree as one. You read again, seven, for there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Number eight, on this side of eternity, they agree as one because you are in this side of eternity. Do you see it now? Clear? As smart? Yes. Nine. If we receive the witness of man, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. He who believes in the son of God has the witness in himself. He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his son. 11. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son, Zoe. He who has the son has life, Zoe. He who does not have the son does not have Zoe. 13. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. And then it gets really cool. I just might as well finish it. 14. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. What does that mean? He just told us. The word, the blood, the testimony. If we ask anything according to his will, what is this? The will of God. I don't know if it's his will that I have this other whatever thing. In the, no, 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 that's not how it works. This is the will of God. You go to Thermi 28. Father, thank you. Because here it says, I have the capacity, the authority mm, to to. Make wealth mm, to produce wealth. Uh, glory. Everything I touch prospers. Mm. And then you got it by the Spirit. Now you know it is His will that you prosper. Now you know it's His will. It's in the Bible. Now you go and what do you do? You tell them, if we ask for anything according to His will, He'll, he'll get on my side. He'll start fighting for me. Didn't we just read that? Read again. 14, now this is the confidence, I am confident that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, according to his word, his will, what is his will for us? This is his will for us, the word of God, this is his will for us. If we ask anything according to the word of God, he hears me. What is he, a waiter now? He has to take off running to do whatever I tell him to do? No. He heard me. That's a good start. That's a really good start that he hears me. Let's see what else happens. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. 
16, now here comes the explanation. If anyone sees his brother sinning a sin which does not lead to death, he will ask and he will give him life for those who commit sin not leading to death. There is sin leading to death, I do not say, that he should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin and there is sin not leading to death. 19, 19, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked. And 20, and we know the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, this is the true God in eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from what? Idols. Anything between you and God is an idol. We're not just talking about this Guanabana places and fruit places. They have all the San Lazaro's around here in Miami, which is all that food is, I can go eat there all day, man. I don't have a problem. But if it violates your conscience, don't do it. I'm spiritual enough that I can, I know that thing can move me. But that's really offered to the devil. To some of you, don't do it. I don't think you should go. But he's talking about bigger idols. Your big brain idol. Your, mm, my will. That's worst idol. Because you got out of God, God once that's done because you have your strong will. And no one's going to tell me what to do. That's an idol. And anything between you and God is an idol. Your job can be an idol. Your husband can be an idol. So keep yourself from idols. You love that husband. You respect that husband. You, man, you move earth and heaven and that, that work. You are God to these people because everything you do, they know you're a Christian. Everything you say affects them. So you behave and act, you know, pure and, and all these things. There's no idols between me and God. The pastor can be an idol. I do anything around here not to be an idol. I already told you, I'll send you to pray and fast and do, you know. But you come to respect me, you get yourself out of the will of God. Oh, but you know my idol. Doesn't mean I'm painting on the wall. I teach you not to be an idol because you'll go to places where they're going to use you and abuse you. So, that's why we don't receive strife, getting out of the will of God, doing things our way, being holy. Being holy is not just sexually holy. Holy is... Your parents told you to do it? Yeah. You bend, you bend over and do it fast. Did he say how hard you have to jump? Yeah, you better start training because that's God's will for you. Thank you for listening to the His Plan for You podcast. We believe that your tithes belong to your local church. However, your partnership and love offerings will empower us to continue bringing the message of His perfect plan for you to the world. For more information, please visit wghm.org.